Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Davy Diaries, episode four. Today, we're back with our co-host, Noe. What's up, what's uh, up? And I'm feeling pretty good today. What about you, Noah? I feel fucking great, dude. Jesus, dude. That's pretty aggressive. What's What happened today? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be aggressive or anything, man. I was just trying to be positive. Why? Are you feeling depressed lately? Trying to flip the script? <laughs> no, dude. I'm just... It's one of those things where, like, you know, someone asks you how you're doing and you just want to project one more positivity. I'm just saying, if you had responded like that to a normal person walking down the street, like if somebody had just said, hey, Noe, how you doing today? And you were just like, I'm doing fucking great! How How would they know my name? If it's a random person. Be like, hey, you, guy, how you feeling today? And you're just like, I'm feeling fucking jacked! Hey, listen, man, I'm feeling fucking you <laughs> yeah they might think that i'm a fucking nut job <laughs> but you're my friend. and i'm just trying to i was just trying to inject a little positivity into both of us okay well why are you trying to inject positivity are you depressed no 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 i think you should always project positivity dude I mean, like, why are you even skeptical of this, dude? Like, positivity is positive. It's a good thing, dude, by definition. By definition, David, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing, nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> Have you interacted with your... For those of you who don't know, Noah's, uh has a step-grandfather from England who calls him Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he's from Lancashire. Lancashire. Why don't you explain to the people your relationship with uh, with this guy? Oh, he's just my uh, step-grandpa, so he married we'll my grandpa. call him Bradley. No, we'll just call him by his name, dude. John. <laughs> All right, his name's John, everybody. To the four listeners out there, his name's John. My dad's name is Law. My step-grandpa is named John. My grandma is named Grandma Marlene. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to hide people's real identities, dude. The, the real, the real goal of this podcast is to never let any of our family listen to it. But <laughs> that's not the point. Um, so John is just my step-grandpa. Like, I grew up uh, visiting my grandma Marlene and John out in uh, Lone Rock, North Carolina, which is where I live currently. Uh, I would visit them every summer. You know, so I got to know my step-grandpa pretty well. He would take me golfing all the time. and well, He's kind of a nutcase. He loves barometers. He's a, he's a freak about barometers. Like, he's got a little shop. And he's Explain always what been... what a barometer like, is. You mustn't go in there, Noah. Uh, barometers are... Um, it's a really, like, archaic measurement tool for, like, weather... You know, like, um, humidity levels, um, things like that. Yeah. Like, barometers are, are like, a weather measurement. Does it look like a thermometer? Does it work the same way? Pretty much, except a lot bigger. A barometer is about the size of, like, a guitar. Okay. (laughs) Um, so he loves these things, and, uh, it's, like, his specialty, but he used to work at a place called Pilkington. And it was, like, this little fucking factory um, where I guess they made, like, paper or something. Pilkington? <laughs> yeah. Pilkington Paper Company in fucking Lancashire, England. <laughs> Let's look it up. Pilkington? It's something like cardboard or something really boring. Lancashire? Mm-hmm. England. Lancashire. Lancashire, nowhere. And he, just like um, an observation about the accent, English people tend to put an R sort of sound at the end of us. You know, so if they're if there's they're a saying, whole Wikipedia page on the plinking on the Plinkington family. Pilkington. The Plinkington fam. The Pilkington family has its origins in the ancient township of Pilkington, in the historic <laughs> country of Lancashire, England. Yes. After about 1405, the family seat was Stand Old Hall, which was built to replace Old Hall in, in, in Pilkington. 
The new hall was built on high, land overlooking Silkington's medieval deer park. <laughs> oh, wait, so what, what does Pilkington do? I'm pretty I don't, I don't know. Like, it's probably a, fam- a family business. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some kind of like industrial factory. It's, it's, in an, ancient, it's an ancient township, dude. He might just be fucking with you. No, I'm pretty sure that like he worked at this place called it's where he lived. No, he lived in this town, dude. He's from this <laughs> town. So wait, so Pilkington is a town inside of Lancashire? Is what you're saying? Look, let's not get bogged down in the weeds here, dude. So like, <laughs> so John, John is like, he's a great step grandpa, like in all respects, because he's like super generous. Like, um, you know, he would always take me out to, uh, to play golf and go on adventures with him and like take me out to eat and get ice cream. But he has a little bit of a temper. Um, for example, everyone in my idiot has gotten the FI. Uh, outburst from him, which is uh, when he calls you a fucking idiot. So, like, for instance, <laughs> one morning, um, he was he he t- was trying to take me out to golf, and I was wearing a uh, a dashiki. Um, I like <laughs> normally when you golf, like as most people know, you wear. A Why are you wearing a fucking dashiki? You should, wear long- <laughs> you should wear like you know nice clothes. You should look somewhat presentable. And I just felt like a dashiki wasn't necessarily, like, not presentable. Like, in fact, it was a very nice dashiki. And so, like, it would be, like, dress clothing uh, in another country, you know, if we were in the United States. And I felt like the breathability of a dashiki was unparalleled. Okay, the problem <laughs> was very hot. And uh, I was trying to think to myself, like, I don't want to be all stuffy and, like, like, feel like a monkey stuffed into a collared shirt on a hot day. So I figured I'd wear my dashiki. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> In fact, you're you're like kind of like a racist little fuckface if you don't think that a dashiki is fancy enough. Oh, I'm racist. You're fucking cultural appropriating oh, dashiki, dude. I'm saying I'm saying that if you don't think that it's fancy enough for a golf course, then like you're a little you're a little shithead. But anyways, so I get out. And, um, you know, he's, John has come to pick me up and, uh, he sees me in the dashiki and he immediately gets out of the car and he walks up to me and he's like, Noah, I'm not going golfing with you like this. And I was like, what, what do you mean, grandpa? And he was just like, <laughs> I'm not going golfing with a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're just like a fucking idiot, Noah. God damn it. And I was just like, oh God, let's just, let's just hop up in the car and go. <laughs> and so he's like, I know her, get in the front seat. <laughs> Mother Mary and Joseph know her. And so I'm just like, <laughs> in my dashiki, I'm ready to fucking rock. I got my golf clubs. And um, we go about the day and we, we meet up. We link up with a third who's like one of John's friends. And John is like pretty fucking embarrassed <laughs> to show me in front of his friend. He's like, <laughs> he's like and uh, Hiram. This is my grandson, Noah. <laughs> he's going through. He's going through a bit of a hippie phase. But he like, basically, like, tries to sort of save himself with his friend. He's like, he's like, ah, uh, Noah. He's going through a little bit of a time right now in his life. He's <laughs> dropping on him, talking with his friend, and I spent the day golfing, and um, I got my ass pounded into the dirt, dude. <laughs> John, John fucking swung like a goddamn pro golfer all day. He's like 76, but he swings the golf club as powerfully as an ox. John is a big man. Let, let that be known. He, um, John is like about 6'3". And, um, built big, dude. Like, he is, uh, he's got a massive belly, a huge beer gut. And um, he's just thick, dude. Legs as thick as a tree trunk. He's got big, fat arms. Um, and he's 6'3". And he's just like this crazy British guy with a temper. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I mean, John... John's cool. <laughs> Network, god damn it. Tell him about the duel, bro. Tell him the story about the uh, duel. So you gotta preface it. So Noah had a... Uh, Noah had a problem when he first moved to North Carolina. He had no wheels because he was living in a van prior, <laughs> prior to going to California, prior to going to North Carolina, and his van broke down. Mm-hmm. So he had no wheels getting to the state, and uh, what ended up happening was he had to purchase wheels from his grandmother. So tell the story. Well, no. So John has his, his best friend out here in Blowing Rock. His name is Ira, and. Um, John takes me to Ira, and um, we uh, like I find a car I like, and we um, we strike a deal, and I buy it, but I owe a little What's bit. What's the deal? I owe What's a little the bit deal? Left. The deal is um, what? there's like six hundred dollars left to pay on the car, and that um, I would just slowly pay it off. Like the deal pretty much was just like oh six hundred bucks, like he'll pay it. Like John was just basically like he's good for it, Ira. Um, so I was just like, oh, okay, all right, I'll file the paperwork, John. Um, <laughs> so he does it, dude. He sells me the fucking car. And then, like, a long time passes, dude. I felt like when I first got this this whip, it was a bit of a lemon. It was kind of, um... It just started having all kinds of things wrong with it. Like, the upper radiator hose blew out. Um, it had all these blinking lights that couldn't be resolved. Like, check engine light just blinking all the time can't do anything about it uh it's got 330,000 miles on it <laughs> and um like it's just kind of a raw deal so like i didn't really like i'm struggling how much did you pay for it i i put down 1200 uh so it was like an 1800 dollar car because there's 600 left okay. so i'm driving around it felt like i kind of got a lemon um, I mean, like, serious problems where, like, I literally have to, like, in the middle of driving, I see my heat gauge go all the way up to the fucking top. I got to pull over in the middle of the road, pull out a screwdriver, <laughs> pop my hood, open it up, and, like, literally grab the upper radiator hose, jam it onto the fucking radiator, and screwdriver it shut tight. Like, <laughs> things like that in the middle of driving. So, I didn't really feel like paying the extra 600 That's, like you know, kind of on me, but, like, I I just felt like Ira could could float me for as long as I needed, you know? It wasn't so much a decision as it was, like, I needed to fucking push it off. Like, I couldn't afford it. So, um... Okay, so let's start with the first... Let's start with the first encounter. How do, how do your parents... Like, how long is it before they're like, alright, Noah, when are, you gonna, when are you gonna pay Ira? Oh, shit, dude. It's been, like, okay, for the winter. So I bought the car in summer okay when winter hits they bounce they they bail uh down to florida and um they're gone uh until may they come back may and um as soon as they come back it becomes a problem because like they talk to ira and they're like what noah still hasn't paid the car down and I, I was like, yeah, John, I just couldn't get it out of him. <laughs> I got pissed because he feels betrayed. So John starts bombarding me with texts. He's like, Noah, it's been nearly a year. Congratulations on your first year in Blowing Rock, Noah. You survived the winter. But when are you going to pay Ira? You might. <laughs> and so I'm just like, uh, John, look, I, I'm going to start paying I can like I'm gonna pay him slowly I'm, I'm sorry I, I've just been trying to you know still get on my feet and like make sure that I have a place to live and like that, you know I need to to be okay and I was like I just I can't afford an extra $600 right now and he was just like when are you gonna pay it and I was just like I don't know John I don't have a timeline for it and he like at this point I kind of stopped like conversing with him but I kept getting like <laughs> A slurry of texts from him like every 12 hours or so there'd be a text that says like Noah I need a timeline <laughs> it's only right that you pay the man it's like text saying like Noah you drive the car you enjoy the car <laughs> for it. 
and just like constantly guilting me and like trying to pester me. And so um, I got I got fed up at a certain point because then he started to get violent. Okay, like he started. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, he started to get like extremely dire with it. So he was just like, "No, if you don't set up a time to pay him and pay the first couple hundred of dollars, we're gonna come take the car." Actually, <laughs> he said that they were gonna come and repossess the car. He's like, he's like, I was fully within his rights, fully well within his <laughs> rights, Noah. And so, um. <laughs> At that point, I felt like he was really starting to close in on me, dude. Like, he was trying, he was really starting to try to fucking start a fight, dude. <laughs> dude, 76 years Yeah, now, now he's starting to, like, threaten, like, taking my, my wheels away. Who used to, uh, who used to take you golfing <laughs> and get you ice cream. You're 76 year old grandpa. Yeah, I don't know why he wanted to fucking die on this hill, dude, over $600. That I owe some, you know, bizarre car salesman friend of his. But anyway, uh, you know, so I send him a text basically firing a major shot across his bow. I want to read this. John Forster. Here we go. He goes way back, dude. Oh, shit. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, so so he said, Please make a personal visit today or tomorrow and give him $100 before the weekend, all caps, double exclamation marks. (laughs) John. And then he just puts John at the bottom. I said, I don't have any money to give anyone. Next month, maybe. And then he's like, then he, he starts talking about all that shit that um, I was I was touching on earlier, but he was like, he's like, experiencing technical difficulties. I can no longer hear Noah. Hello? David, Noah? can you hear me? You can yes. hear me? Now I oh, can. Dope. Okay. That sucked. What happened? I'm not sure. Seems like we lost a little connection there. I whatever, whatever, whatever. Oh well. So look, let me, let me read we'll on this text. On. Okay. So eventually, where did I get cut off? Right before I started reading this message. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I said, right then. So you want specific dates? I'm not going to do that. All I can give you, blokes, is a promise that the debt is recognized. Now pay it as soon as I can. He's free to try and take my car, but I can't guarantee people won't get hurt. I don't recall the document stipulating any kind of timeline, nor that I legally owe anything further on the car. On paper, it was a $1,500 car, so enough with these empty threats. Honor and integrity, I intend to pay the bloke, but it'll be at my pace and discretion, as is my right. Said, let me be clear. I have a great deal of respect for you, John, but... Oh, technical difficulties yet again, people, right at the apex of the story. This is indeed unfortunate. Davey? There you are again. Maybe when I leave the the Anchor app, we have connectivity problems. Yeah, don't leave the app. Hang on, hang on. I'm just going to read this, the end of this text, right? Because it got cut off, didn't it? No, read read the whole thing again. Start from the beginning. Wait, 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 from the very top? 
Right then. So you want specific? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right then. So you want specific dates? I'm not going to do that. All I can give you, blokes, is a promise that the debt is recognized and that I will pay it as soon as I can. He's free to. He's free, <laughs> referring to Ira, to try and take my car, but I can't guarantee people won't get hurt. I don't recall the document stipulating any kind of timeline, nor that I legally owe anything further on the car. On paper, it was a $1,500 car, which I've already paid, so enough with the empty threats. For the sake of honor and integrity, I intend to pay the bloke, but it will be at my pace of discretion. Let me be clear. I have a great deal of respect for you, John, but if you get cross with me, I won't be afraid to put up my dukes and settle this by a gentleman's duel. <laughs> His ex- you challenged your 76-year-old grandfather. To His very next text message is, Would you like to play golf with Uncle Jamie and me on Friday around 12 at Sugar Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> but that was days later, because we kind of felt, he like basically ghosted me after that. So that damaged, that damaged our Fair. relationship a little bit. But... You know, he's still, he's still, he's like, he's got a pretty like short memory for things like that. Like he doesn't seem to be too like phased by it anymore. You know, like John's pretty quick to forgive. <laughs> all right. Now, after all that, and you've threatened your grandfather with uh, with a fight. Yeah. Uh, you end up not paying Ira a cent. No, right? I paid it down. I paid it down halfway now, so I I still owe him three hundred. You still owe Ira Ira yeah. three hundred dollars. But I paid three hundred. Okay, so the peace offering. All right, but let's talk about your grandma Marlene now. Oh, my grandma Marlene, dude. How did your grandma Marlene react? Because she talked to you after after John received that text, correct? Oh yeah, dude. She was she was um she was pissed about it. Um she was basically just like She was basically just like, "Noah, I heard that you you, you threatened John with fisticuffs." And I was like, "No, grandma, I just challenged him to a duel. A gentleman's duel." She's like, oh, no, I don't care about that shit. Don't, don't ever threaten my husband. And I was just like, I'm sorry, grandma. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, she like started to sort of smooth things over and she invited me, just her and me to have like a little brunch. You know, John wasn't there. And, uh, we were eating something, like some like, ex-Benedict or whatever and then she was just like Noah I'm worried about you real worried (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I'm just like real worried like I'm I'm doing all right and she's like no Noah I don't think you understand you're not doing well Noah you're not paying your debts (gasps) you don't you don't have a good college job I don't know. I just feel. I feel like you don't have any chutzpah. Chutzpah is like <gasps> in Yiddish. She's like whatever the chutzpah gene is. No, I don't think you got it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez, grandma. Like, that's, I could have chutzpah. I was like, wait, grandma. chutzpah? Grandma. That's not true. It's just like settle down, Noah. Listen. Sometimes at night when I'm trying to go to bed, I stare at the ceiling. I think to myself, don't think about Noah. Don't think about Noah. Don't dwell on him. It's a serious thing, Noah. I, I'm really I'm really worried about you. And I just had to like clasp my grandma on the shoulder and say like, look, grandma, everything's going to be okay. Like, I promise you, you know, I'm just finding my way. It's all right for someone my age. I'm 25, but... I'll figure it out, Grandma. Don't worry about me. How about you? Like, what's going on with your knee, Grandma? Is your knee still hurting you? <laughs> like, I just kind of started asking her, like, how's your sciatica, Grandma? Um, like, oh, it's better. It's better. And, uh, 
Yeah, dude, I, I think that <laughs> I, I started to, like, repair my relationship with my grandma until, like, one day, like, kind of recently, um, when we were at the apple orchards, uh, apples, oh, yeah. and, uh, I kind of just flew off the handles at my grandma, dude, like, I don't know what was going on with me, dude, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> I brought my dog fish along, and, um, my grandma is, like, very particular about having fish, like, in her vicinity, you know, like, she's 80-something, she's, like, 84, and so she's, like, high-strung about, like, fish, because fish is, fish is, like, a medium-sized dog, she's, like, 50 pounds, so she can definitely, like, hurt my grandma, you know, so... I have fish with me. We're at the apple orchards and my grandma, I'm behind her and my grandma is like trying to walk down like a little two foot ramp. It was just a smooth ramp. Well, well, before that, the ride to the uh, apple I think what orchard. set me off, you're right. What set me off was <laughs> I get I get to her house and fish <laughs> pops out of the car with me and she's like, oh, you're not riding with me in that mutt. <laughs> she's like, you can drive separate. <laughs> That's a done deal, Noah. And I was like, just in my head, I was like, oh my, it was like a volcano exploding in my head. But I was just like, okay, grandma, I'll meet you there. And so I get in my car with fish and I'm driving there just thinking to myself, like, God damn, my fucking grandma doesn't give two shit about my dog. I'm just fucking pissed off, dude. It's like bubbling up inside. And so I finally, I get there and my grandma, no, 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 no. You go the wrong way. <laughs> I make like a wrong turn because there's another, there's another Cadillac, another blue Cadillac in front of me, and I start. My grandma's driving a blue Cadillac, so I start following the wrong caddy, and uh, they take me to like the post office. And I'm like, Grandma, I call her, dude, and I'm like, Grandma, are you at the post office? And she's like, no, that's another Cadillac. <laughs> no, that's not what happened at all. They, they called, called they're you. Like, they're like, where? Well, and like, they were like, what are you? Like, they were like, what are you doing? No, and then, yeah, and then I was just idiot. like, what are you doing? We're at the fucking post office. And then my, and then my grandma was like, no, Noah, it was another Cadillac. And so I feel like a complete, a complete fucking ingrate, dude. A total smooth brain fucking idiot and so i uh i was just like i'm sorry grandma i'll see you i'll see you soon and i just hung up google maps the apple orchard met them there um so i'm i'm kind of a defeated man i'm like a wounded animal at this point so <laughs> yeah, definitely so, a wounded any animal little aggravation point, is just gonna cause me to fucking go into hyper aggression mode so I get there, and um, my grandma is just like, <laughs> she's got uh, her son-in-law, Chris, not her grandson-in-law or whatever the fuck he is, to help her um, help her down this like two-foot <laughs> ramp. And I'm holding fish behind her, dude. And like, I, I, I guess this is on me, dude, but fish started like kind of like bumping up against her ass dude fish started like pushing her forward because fish was getting <laughs> restless and my grandma was like what is that stupid dog doing back there <laughs> and i was just like you know what grandma i've had enough of you not giving fish any respect <laughs> and she's just like no well, you're lucky i even let that mangy disgusting mutt even come within two feet of me <laughs> like really pushing me, Grandma. You're really pushing my buttons here. <laughs> I'm in front of your extended family, and I was just like, "You're trying to push me, Grandma." And I got like real in her face, and then she was just like, "You're done. Oh yeah. Oh, you're done. You're done." And I'm just like turned around at this point. I was just like, "Whatever." And then as I'm like walking away with my back to her, she's just like, "You're done." You're done. 
And then um, <laughs> my cousin comes up to me as I'm like lo- lonely and picking some apples by myself with fish. And she's like, geez, Noah, seems like you really lack social graces. So I'm bent over, dude, picking up an apple. And I immediately just like, I'm like flame on, dude. Like, for, like I instantly just like my head goes ablaze, dude. And I'm just like, I stand up. I'm like, you lack social graces. And I rip my glasses off of her face and fucking throw them on the ground. And, uh, and then just like push her away and just like go like run away from her, dude, like a monster. Yeah, my, you're, my, you're 25 now and your cousin and your cousin was pregnant oh uh, but she had not revealed that she had not revealed that she was pregnant i did not know that at the time uh so I, yeah like i was I'm pissed off and her cut her her husband chris comes over and he's like hey man like why are you touching my wife like that and i was just like i didn't come here to be your clown and then Chris was just like, because like they, they like usually look to me to like kind of make fun of and like the whole time they were just sort of like getting laughs at my expense. So I was just like, I didn't just come here to be your fucking clown, Chris. And he was just like, well, then don't be here. Just go, man. If you got to go, get out of here. I was just like, please. Ah. And so I like grabbed my I grabbed my huge bag of apples, dude. I uh another like act of aggression that I did was I went up to a tree when I was pissed off after my cousin. Um and I just shook the tree violently, dude. As like violently as I could. and like the owner of the apple orchard was like glaring at me. It was just like pissed. And um Chris was just like, hey Noah, stop shaking that tree. <laughs> So I had like a fuckload of apples because I had shaken pretty much every tr- ever every apple off that tree, and I like loaded up my bag with them, and um, I just set the the bag of like apples in their trunk, got in my car, and with fish and just bounced, and uh, you know eventually like I made amends with them and like. We had we had a really fun day the next day we went like disc golfing and it was just fine like my family didn't hold it against me at <laughs> all and then chris chris and your cousin had a fight dude that you witnessed oh yeah 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 that kind of like that made things a lot better because like I seem like the crazy one you know i seem like the mentally unstable like emotionally unchecked cousin but then, like, she had her blowout with Chris. So it was, like, a huge relief. But anyways, like, she wanted to smoke a joint with me because we were out on a hike. Um, we were about to summit and, like, get a beautiful view. And so we start sparking up a joint. And Chris whips around and he's like, you're not going to smoke that, are you? And um, my cousin Jessica was just like, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit. And then he was just like, he started a he started a full blown fight with her over that. Like he was just like, no, 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 you're not gonna smoke weed with our baby inside you. And she was just like, baby, like, <laughs> weed doesn't do anything bad to children, to babies incubating. And he's just like, that's so untrue. Like marijuana has been proven through many clinical studies to affect the to affect the brain of the child. And she, and she's just like, oh my god, that's such a little bullshit. And she's just like hitting the joint. And like, when she hits the joint, Chris flies off the rails. And he's just like, if I had known that you were gonna smoke weed like this, babe, I would have got you pregnant. A dumbass dude. <laughs> just says like one of the worst things. So I immediately like walk forward to Chris, and I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Man, 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 man. I like pull him aside and I was like, dude, that was very unloving. I told him, I was like, dude, that's a very unloving thing to say, dude. You can't just like drop, drop a, a bomb like that on your wife. Like you can't ever say something like I would have never gotten you pregnant if X, you know, like that's a, just a very mean thing to say. And he was just like, oh, you're right. You're right. 
And so I was just like, okay, so go apologize. And then so I take my joint and uh, just kind of walk ahead and they hang back on the trail. And uh, he doesn't apparently apologize and like just bury the hatchet. Like they continue to like fight for a long fucking time. And so we're still trying to get down off this mountain and we get like kind of lost and like we end up seeing all these like weird little like ramps and like wooden park features and like um you know half pipes and shit and we're like where are we (laughs) and then all of a sudden this guy this guy is like get out of the way and he like fucking like comes whipping down a hill (laughs) on a mountain bike and uh poor fish just froze like a deer dude (laughs) like a deer in front of a car she just froze and this guy has to slam on the brakes on his mountain bike (laughs) to the point where his back tire lifts up and he's just like oh what the hell is going on and he's just like i had to like come in and be like we're so sorry we ruined your run we ruined your run i'm sorry your run is ruined we did it that's our fault I'm so sorry, man. And he was just like, it's okay. It's okay. Now, you guys are going to want to get out of here the safest way possible. Look, go down that that trailhead, make a left, and hug the fence all the way down. And so uh, I was just like, okay, man. All right, sorry. And uh, he continued his run. And we, like, went down, and we, we hugged the fence, like he said. And... Um, they're still fucking fighting, dude. Even whole catastrophe. Oh my god! And so, um, I think it was safe to say after that whole thing, like car ride home, still fighting, dude. <laughs> like the fight didn't stop. What are they saying to each other? I don't know. Like a bunch of fucking bullshit. Like, God, Chris, you can't even you can't even drive, man. And like, and then Chris was just like. Well, what kind of stupid trail was that for you to take us on? There's a bunch of mountain bikes. <laughs> and Jessica is just like, Chris, you have no social skills. Oh my God. Basically like a bunch of crazy shit. Um, and so like, I think it was safe to say by the end of that day that like, that they were the fucking crazy cousins. And that I... I'm also crazy, but to a milder extent. What's a story that we can tell that we that we did that was uh like? Do you remember some of the crazy shit that we did in the summers that we would have? Oh yeah, when we were teenagers. Oh, tons, dude. Um, what's the funniest though? Let me think. So, when it first started, dude, like, when we lived still in your mom's house in Reseda, it was basically just fucking zombies going out to that sketchy Wendy's and going to that other sketchy gas station to buy monsters so that we could continue to play zombies through the night. (laughs) Dude, it's such a area, I, dude. It was so, so dope when your mom finally moved into, like, her swanky place in Calabasas. Um, and I remember the whole thing. Like, we, I helped you guys, like, move your shit into the new place. And, uh, you immediately identified, like, what room was gonna be your gaming room, dude. <laughs> and we, me and your mom helped you set up this, like, whole fucking, this whole gaming setup, like a, like a, um, like a holder for the TV and the and the games gaming station, right? Like, didn't we put together like a whole thing? It was and then, dope. And your mom had these like crazy ass yeah, like dope. electrical reclining chairs. Oh, it was sick, dude! It was fucking. No, yeah, but I remember when it was brand new, and uh, we were just sitting in there, dude, just playing video games, and we would we would have to go out and like get food and shit because we were like just mass consumers back then. And uh, I remember we would hide bags of like Mickey D's, like a, like we would buy like a hundred McNuggets, come home and then you were like, dude, your mom can't fucking find me. I mean, my mom can't find these. If she does, she's gonna kill me. And so we would like, we would just fucking cram them into your closet. <laughs> uh, 
Dude, my mom, because my mom was so, like, such a bitch, dude. My mom would have been like, David, why, why you fat <laughs> fuck are you eating all of those cheese nuggets? Dude, I, I was thinking, I had always thought of how funny it would be if we were, like, walking into your place, dude, and then all of a sudden, like, your backpack zip unzips and, like, <laughs> like a whole bat with, like, a hundred nuggets come spilling out, dude, your <laughs> mom just came out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just like looks down at the nuggets, looks back. <laughs> what would you say, dude? Oh, dude, do you remember how mad she would get when we would make top ramen at two in the morning? She'd come down and be like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you two fucking retards doing up here? It's two in the morning. You're making food. Fuck." <laughs> dude, that's exactly how she sounded. She would uh. She would rarely wake up when we were, like, up making sandwiches, though, dude, because, like, one thing I gotta give your mom credit for is that she can fucking sleep through a lot of noise. You know, in retrospect, if you think about it, dude, we were loud fucks, you know? But she would, like, it would take a lot to wake her ass up. Yeah, it would. So I gotta give her credit for that. Um... We had the uh, the SS experience. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. we're not saying we're not. Talking uh, about we would that, go man. to like we're not talking about that. We would go to this girl, um, Rachel Rosenzweig's house. Remember Rachel Rosenzweig and fucking um, <laughs> Kelsey Waters? We would go out there and um, just have these like really cringeworthy long days of just hanging around these girls but like not ever like making a move to try to have sex with either of them <laughs> dude it was the worst and both of them would have done oh, it too yeah. oh, we could have like more men I, about, I, I think looking back I mean? on that on that moment we could have lost our v-cards oh for those sure. two girls we were literally alone in a big old house with two girls that were like into us. <laughs> no, dude. We we like we, didn't we like hung shit, out with dude. them like they were our friends or something, dude. We just were sex. We like danced. No, we danced around it, dude. We like tried to play truth or dare, and we like fucking like we danced around the whole. They're a little bit like particularly sadistic. Like you would say things like, "All right, truth or dare, guys. First one, Noah. Truth or dare?" And I'd be like, "Dare," and you'd be like, "All right, I dare you to make out with Rachel." (laughs) Just completely throw me, throw me into the fire, dude. <laughs> Throw you into the lion's den, and you, dude. Yeah, and dude. in that moment, you would just been like, "All right, Rachel, let's go." She would have been like, "All right," <laughs> but no, dude. You I remember, I, I did, <laughs> so... I did go in for it, and we were on like a playground or something, you know. She was sitting down on like the jungle gym, and I was standing up, and I was like, "All right," and I walked up to her, and, and you said, "You were like, at least, at least stand up for the man." <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you. Stand up in there. And so she like stood up and we kissed. I didn't completely puss out, I kissed her ass. I don't remember it that way. If I remember I remember it I remember it as we were in there Kelsey and I were in there we're in her room and you guys left oh, the room. You're remembering this you're remembering a very specific day, but like the truth is that we went over there like several times, like a handful of times. Remember there was a time where you, me, and Rachel walked over to like uh Really? They had like a little playground park near their house. You know, when we walked over there. Yeah, you remember that? Oh at night. <laughs> slightly, I slightly remember no. that. We were getting high at this no. point. No, we weren't. No. Were we at, were no, we, we ever were getting inebriated at all? Dude, we were such we were 16. We didn't touch. <laughs> we didn't touch. 
Yeah, we were just we, we were just eating eat we, we, we were drinking <laughs> yeah. eating pizza. <laughs> oh, and smoking a and smoking mm. a lot of hookah. Yeah, a lot of hookah. yeah. We had gotten a little bit into nicotine, um, definitely into caffeine, and um, eating, dude. Eating was dope. There's nothing wrong with getting winner's pizza. Like, that's always good, man. I don't think put that. Dude, we would whip yeah, around we did all stuff. over, dude. We would go to Hollywood. We'd go fucking. Yeah, in we'd fact, go I look back over, on that bro. as kind of like a golden age, like a time in our lives when we like did not need any inebriation to have fun. We did, you know what, dude? Looking back on our teenage years, we did take advantage of having a car and being in California. We would go to the beach. We went to the fu- we went to the fucking Hollywood at night. We would go out, like you know what I mean. Like we wouldn't like just sit around at the house all the time. You know, we'd play video games and go out. I think we got a very fair. Oh, dude, remember when we um took Misha and like Olga and Rachel to um to that secluded cove on the beach where we like form like basically yeah. a uh, a bucket brigade. And like transfer all of our like camping shit over these over these rocks that the waves were crashing down. And we, we oh yeah, we dude, we had to start a fire, dude. We would have fucking froze to death. <laughs> we were such idiots, dude. No, I, I, the, I, I, I knew that little code, dude. Like, um, <laughs> that was a frequent spot for kids to like go and like have a bonfire and just sleep the night if they if they were too fucked up. So like I, I it, it was actually a great spot. Yeah, no, dude, it, it's like no honestly a little bit of a uh, hidden gem. It's amazing. Uh, so we went there, and um, I remember we had just watched Billy Madison together. Um, so I was like super into the like the Sandler look, and so I had like a shredded up um, like knitted sweater you know how like adam sandler in that movie when he's trying to look cool from the 80s he's got like a knitted sweater but it's like frayed at the bottom and had like um this stupid adam sandler yeah. type hat with the bill flipped up <laughs> you know how adam sandler flips the bill of his hat like so it's facing like a 60 degree angle up in the sky um and we were like all ready yeah. for the beach dude we loaded a bunch of like sleeping bags into the back of harrison yeah and then we took like as per usual we slipped a fucking bottle of like gray goose from your mom's cabinets and just fucking threw it out of our stuff (laughs) we're like this is ours (laughs) (laughs) and then um (laughs) we like picked up the girl and my mom (laughs) yeah i think your mom mom wanted us all right because i think she supported what we were doing and so we uh loaded up the girls and then we like drove down um, yeah. Just playing like uh, like the fucking the crazy that was cool. We played as Section Eighty, um, bro. I bet we were playing like we were a playing, lot of like the classes we were, of what we were into back then, like um, young, like loud, loud. No, party. dude, I remember that trip fondly. You were playing, dude. I remember it fondly. No, 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 no. I remember it fondly because you. I remember you were playing. Um, Kendrick? You're like, I just heard of this song. He's dope. And I'm like, I'm like, what is? You're like, it's Kendrick. Dude, I I got power, into Kendrick dude. Lamar and Chance all in high school, dude. Yeah, dude, you you were on the Chance. You made train fun of me for it super too. Super early, dude. Yeah, dude. When I showed you Juice, you were the one who showed me by Juice. Chance. You were like, the fuck is this, Noah? <laughs> You're like typical. None shit. of my friends in college like this either, dude. I played college, it for all dude. my this friends. This was back in high school. <laughs> no, I know. But then when I took that song to college, all my homies in college, <laughs> when I played it oh. first, were like, "This fucking blows!" <laughs> and I was like, "It's great." And then two years later, chances. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, you were on Chance the Rapper and Kendrick super early, dude. You had very good hip-hop taste. I just wasn't into hip-hop at the time, dude. You liked, you liked all the great hip-hop oh, artists yeah. of the time. You liked Wayne, dude. <laughs> you liked Kendrick. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else, dude. Dude, remember when Misha threw that house party that fucking got so huge? Like, remember when Misha threw a party at her house that was oh, so yeah. fucking huge? At, like, the cops Yeah, did? of course. <laughs> remember that shit, dude? But that was really her long parents ago, dude. Were that was like. <laughs> we were like 16, 15, something like that. That was, uh. That was that party where, like, I finally, like, sealed the deal with Rachel. Not like sealed the deal, sealed the deal, but um, your mom came to like pick us up and she was just like, Noah, I saw you kiss that girl. <laughs> and then just, just typically, dude, we went back to your, believe it or not, that was back when you guys still lived in Reseda. I remember it very vividly. Yeah, we went back to your old house in Reseda. Really? And um, just fucking strapped down for another night of zombies, dude. <laughs> Is that crazy, like, how much, like, <laughs> we lived back then, even though, like, we weren't, like, we didn't have very many resources, dude. We didn't have, like, your mom was driving us around, you know, like, <laughs> we didn't, but yet we would, like, go to a <laughs> Dude, my mom, my mom was always willing oh, yeah. to drive me around, dude. That was one thing about my mom. My mom was like, like, you boys went to Not only that, but movie? she was fine to drive us to yeah, Agora because okay. um, Farrah lived there. So she would, like, see her friend. Yeah, she'd see her friend, and um, yeah, so she, she'd we'd get yeah. to, I would always get a ride back into town to fucking Agora because Misha happened to live in my neighborhood. <laughs> dude, that was always so lucky that Misha and I lived in the same neighborhood because yeah. your mom would just be like, okay, no, I'd take you back, too. <laughs> oh, so convenient, yeah, very convenient. Dude. I'm trying to think if we had any mishaps, dude. Or was all was were all those like experiences pretty much just just uh... No, we we had many blunders, dude. Remember the fucking no pants, dude? We went to the fucking. Went to that nightclub. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys can't come in. We have like shorts. <laughs> we're like, what? Why not? We're like, why not? They're like, you need pants. Like, I, if I remember correctly, Aww. we knew enough <laughs> that we, you couldn't go in there with basketball shorts. You know, we knew that. So we were like, oh. no, no, no. What, what we decided was we were like, no, we did. we're not going to fall for that. We're not fucking rookies. We're going to wear our nice shorts. <laughs> So we like purposely wore like cloth shorts with like a button on them and a zipper. And uh, we walked up, dude, and we thought we were so cool to the bouncer, dude. We were just like ready to fucking go in. We didn't think anything would stop us. And then he was just like, all right, you're going to have to come back when you got pants on. <laughs> like he was just completely nonchalant. He was like chewing gum. He was like... Yeah, you guys are going to have to come back later. You got to get pants. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I remember thinking, like... What the hell are we going to do? Like, we're in Hollywood at, like, 11 p.m. Like, where the fuck are we going to get pants? Remember? And, like, what was your solution? I was like, David, all the fucking department stores are closed. Like, what are we going to do? And you're like... Oh, there's nothing to worry about, Noah. I know exactly where we can get pants. Dude, you there? Dude, what the hell are you doing? We're on a podcast. Yeah, I'm here. What are you talking about, dude? I'm, 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 I'm... No, I am, dude. I just don't remember it like that. I don't remember us getting pants. Did we just give up? I don't remember us ever finding a way to get pants. Yeah, I remember us getting drunk. Yeah, I'm pretty on the sure we just like pregame it. with, and that's just fucking. Pretty sure we just kept wandering around Hollywood and our shorts. getting a little more wasted, and then <laughs> we just we pretty much just like walked down like Hollywood Boulevard and just like bumped shoulders with a couple of fucking bums. Yeah. <laughs> Some like crazy, crazy guys that were just out yeah, in the sure middle of the night, just like, how old are you boys? <laughs> As if, like. I'm <laughs> silver. All right, dude. What's your guys' name? Five minutes left. Tell us a story. Tell oh, us a shit. story. You pick one of getting fired. Oh, shit. 
a firing story. Okay, all right, all right. I'll just talk about Ren's Nest landscape. Right, no, you know what? I, I want to get this one off my chest. Um, I got fired from a dog grooming place. So I lived out in California. I'm going to launch into it. So I lived out in California right. um, for a little bit after I finished up college, like moved down there from Portland with my uh, van, as David referred to earlier. Um, and uh, I got the, I got hired to be like a, uh, uh, a host at a dog grooming place. So I would just intake the new customer like you know say like hey like we're gonna take good care of jerry here and take their dog from them and then like basically hand the dog off to the groomers um and so the job was great like it was super easy i was just like greeting people and doing my thing and uh unfortunately i was also juggling my own dog care business on the side called possum pal um, I had like business cards done up and everything. And, um, so, so one day I was, I was given the task of taking care of someone's puppy. And I was like, well, I got to go into work at the, at the groomers today. So I got to take the puppy with me. And so I like, at this time I was riding around on a fucking moped. <laughs> so I take the puppy and I zip it into my jacket. Me and this puppy are whipping down the fucking road going like 55 <laughs> miles an hour on a bike. And um and I show up and the the like oh Egyptian lady that like ran the, the place, who was the one that hired me, was like, What the hell is going on, Noah? You bring you bring a puppy to me? And I was just like, Yeah, I mean I figured you'd understand, like I, I got this side business and I, I need to take care of the puppy today. <laughs> Like no, puppies are a lot of work. I don't know if you if you know what we're getting ourselves into. And I was just like, yeah, but I thought we were trying to figure out a way where you were gonna start doing puppy daycare at, like at the same time as your grooming business too. So this would be good practice. You were just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> How long have you been working there at this point? So, uh, so we set this puppy up, dude, and I have it like right beside me at the front desk where I greet the new customers. And um, this puppy is restless, dude. It's yip yapping the whole time. Um, it, it constantly needs to fucking run around. It peekies oh, no. and poopoos on the floor, and uh, and it's just a it's a we're slammed that day, dude. Oh. We got a lot of work to do, dude. And this puppy was just being like the most unbelievable nuisance. And so at the end of the day, like, you know, we get through it. Like we, I like, you know, cleaned up the poop and I like put down a bunch of paper towels on the pee spot and like gave it a toy and just like made sure that it was okay. And like we got through the day and she was just like, she was just like, Noah, call me next time that something like this happen. And I was just like, all right, I promise. I'm sorry. I sprung this on you today. Thank you. And then she's, and I start to walk out with the puppy and she's like, wait, you ride the motorcycle, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's just like, you, you can't, you can't ride the motorcycle with that puppy. What if it falls out? This is a liability that could fall on me, Noah. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, it's not going to fall on you. It's like on my business. You know, if I if the dog falls out on the road and gets killed and it's just like, I cannot believe you, Noah. I cannot. Just go. Just go. <laughs> and so I, I fucking take the pup, zip it up in my jacket, and just fucking peel out of the parking lot. <laughs> and um, I get home with the puppy, and I get a text. She had the audacity to fucking text me. And, she, and the text reads, Hi, Noah. In thinking further about the position, <laughs> I don't think that it is necessary anymore. <laughs> like that she left it like and I just I like call her and I'm like what do you mean you don't think the position is necessary anymore and she's like I just don't I, I was thinking about it further and I, I don't need a front desk person <laughs> she didn't fire me she was just like she absolved the role <laughs> she's like yeah I, I can just greet the customer pencil them in and do it all myself like I, I don't need I don't need to do it I'm sorry 
and uh i just took it i was just like okay i mean i'm sorry that i kind of disrupted things today you sure it's not about that he's like oh no 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 i just was thinking more about the role and it's just not necessary anymore <laughs> and so um i was just like oh, oh, okay and then i just hung <laughs> up and that was the last i heard from her <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right well that's Davey Diaries, episode three, everybody. Thank, Thank you so... Oh, episode four. Episode four. Thank you so much... Yes. ...for joining us on this epic journey. And I hope that you, four listeners, have a great rest of your day. You can follow me on Twitter um, if I have one. And yeah, no, you, you can got follow me uh, Twitter, on Twitter. Um, it's at NJLinick. Noah James Linick. NJLinick. Thank you, Double Ds.